0: Let's uh, start with Anna. Anna, okay. you stages.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. I'm Dr. Anna Maria Mihalca. And uh, I have been researching the nanotechnology in the blood as well as in the shot and really looking at the correlation to the historical aspect that um, uh, really the targeted individuals were the testing grounds for. Because the chemical composition of the microchips that were found uh for example in 2006 and 2007 by toxicologist dr hilde stanninger is exactly the same uh, chemistry that we're seeing now in the self-assembling nanotechnology so i believe that that the fact the revelation of the uh, self-assembling nanotechnology in the c19 bioweapons uh, as well as the polymers from geoengineering And then the entire historical evidence regarding the the TI issues is going to become very prominent coming in the future because uh, there's some definite correlation. And the fact that uh, particular CIA whistleblowers like Robert Duncan, who've discussed that the entire world population is really monitored, uh, you know, according to their brainwaves, and uh, then, then certain individuals are being attacked. So since I was in the health freedom movement, we know in the health freedom movement that not only have people been assassinated, like Arna Burkhardt found dead in the lake in in... Uh, in Germany, uh, but also uh, people like Dr. Carrie Madej, who had this airplane crash, you know, I had threats to my life and I was almost killed. Uh, Karen Kingston has been attacked and she came out, that she was targeted. So I believe that uh, there's a tremendous amount of people who are, um, you know, threatened because of their speaking out. Uh, we're maybe not uh, on a day-to-day basis being tortured, but certainly our life has been endangered. And I think that, that these people also are could be at a point of speaking out we know senator ron johnson has been targeted we know that the you know in my clinical practice i see a lot of targeted individuals. i see highly highly intelligent people and high level uh, jobs uh, who maybe even had uh, uh, top secret security clearance or have been university professors and are being tortured they're not necessarily involved with Targeted Justice, but i think that as More of us are bringing awareness to it. And so I think that the symposium is going to be a a wonderful way to do that. Hopefully, we're going to be able to invite people to speak out. Uh, I think sometimes the targeting is so severe they cannot even you know, make social contact. But uh, but at least I think that, that there are a lot of open doors because uh, this targeting program is really the key to what is going on globally now. So I just wanted to say that and I look forward to in the new year. Uh, you know planning the symposium and bringing light to this I will be sharing this uh, video as well and I do think that the technology part of it and then uh, showing the correlation is going to be an important aspect to lend credibility to this as well because literally what's been injected in two thirds of the known world now is very similar uh, in terms of uh, how it functions and as what uh, the targeted uh, population is experiencing so Thanks so much, and um, I appreciate the opportunity to be an advisory board member.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Michalcher. You Your participation on the, uh, the advisory board and uh, on this call is highly appreciated. And a lot of targeted individuals follow you, follow your Substack, and we are so grateful that you take care of uh, targeted individuals as your patients. Thank you so much. Now let's talk to our uh, ambassador in Brazil, uh, Dr. Valdemir Oliver. Oh. Len,
2: I have to tell you, I'm still waiting for the T-shirt.
0: Oh, but I, I did send it to you. You have not received it. It so... was intercepted at the border. Uh,
2: people, good evening. Uh, I'd like to take the opportunity. I just started actually three months ago. Uh, Lambert and Anna and Richard, they, they chose me to, to be the ambassador for Brazil. It's a huge opportunity to help the target justice here uh, spreading the word. And actually, I have been having a lot of good contacts. and. Some of them a little bit weird because uh, a lot of contacts uh, tried to advise me on how to do things, on how to uh, implement certain narratives. So we have to be a little bit skeptical about that. But on the, row, on the whole, I think uh, it was good. Uh, I have uh, reached uh, almost 600 uh, views on the two podcasts. The first podcast was more or less on the same basis of what you have seen in the first one that you invited me. And the second one was interesting because I told the Brazilians how the English police put me in the program. And I show with evidence, I think it's interesting for you to take a look at that. It's in Portuguese, Brazilian Portuguese, but you can use a translation for that. So my plan for next year is to help in improving the the frequency of podcasts I have been through hard time this last two months uh, my mother has been diagnosed with a, with a disease and I have my car crashed I don't, I don't know I have I'm I'm driving for I have been driving for 35 years never have my car crashed before but this time destroyed my car thanks uh, I'm okay. No problem with that, but uh, some hard time uh, so it disrupted a little bit but next year, I have been invited for a congress. they are trying to 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 elaborate a congress here in Brazil uh, amongst psychologists and psychotherapists and they invite me to to give a word on what's going on yesterday, we had a just had a attempt of uh, broadcast from a radio here, but uh, unfortunately, something weird happened. We couldn't get the contact with the connection with the radio. So, just part of the group uh, managed, another organization managed to go through. So, we are still trying to get connected with them and perhaps uh, next week or so, try to get an opportunity with broadcasting some ideas about what's going on. So my my idea in terms of podcasts is uh, the first two was more about myself, how I was put in the program, my evidence, just to get a little bit of uh, credibility. Uh, but uh, now I think I, I, it's a good opportunity to show the legal case in US, what's going on. Uh, we are waiting a little bit for the oral arguments that uh, uh, is gonna be able to, to tell to the, the, the judge. And so I'm gonna plan to do a broadcast here showing that that may help increase the viewers here. We also had this strange thing about having many viewers but not lots of subscribers. That's a weird thing. We don't know exactly what's going on but uh, that's something we have to work on. So, and also implementing some instructions to people to understand why uh, they think that there is a lot of gang-stalking going on. And I I plan to help them to understand that much of what they think is gang-stalking is actually just uh, V2K, uh, as Robert Duncan said, ventriloquism. So they don't know exactly how that works, in fact, so they think that it's gang-stalking, but a lot of them, and I have experienced that myself, I, because I know that that's purely ventriloquist, they stop, they, they, they decrease the, the, the intensity of, of the stalking and, and, and the voices. So that's something that I plan to help the citizens here in Brazil to understand a little bit better. And as they go the, the year goes on, I, I will be inviting some people. That's the difficult bit. Uh, how to spot people who can really reliably say something uh, uh, about their experience. Uh, I have been contacted by people here who said that they, they have evidence of uh, assassinations that took place uh, because of, of, of they, someone knows a little bit too, uh, who were behind of this kind of thing. So we have to be careful on how to go with that, but I think it's an opportunity next year to help these people. So that's it about me, and I really appreciate the work, the opportunity to work with you guys. It's a wonderful job, and despite all the problems we face, we're always here to help.
0: Thank you, Valdemir. One of the most exciting, aspects of uh, what you uh, have told us is your coordination with uh, psychologists. And I have been attempting to get in touch with the psychologists that uh, uh, you recommended, but I have not been able. Obviously, the communication has been intercepted and electronic interference is just a part of the reality of being a targeted individual. So hopefully, somehow, someday, we will be in a position to establish that connection because I'm always looking forward to speaking to professionals uh, to get their perspective because those are the people who will change what the public thinks about target individuals and move from the category of mentally off to really people who are really suffering, people who are real targets and just change public opinion about uh, targeting. So thank you very much. And now we have one more person on the call. Jen King, we have not met before. I know that you're one of the plaintiffs in the uh, lawsuit target justice v. Garland. And I'm probably giving away some uh, information that we've been working on. And uh, it will be announced shortly that you have been nominated to be on the advisory board I don't want to say congratulations preliminary but um i'm sure that your nomination will go through so congratulations and i would like to hear from you please tell us about yourself and please tell us about your plans um
3: please. well thank you for the introduction line um those uh those are very sweet and kind words um so hello everybody uh my name is Jin kang um i am a a fairly newly admitted attorney here in New Jersey. Um, I was barred and fully licensed to practice law in 2022. Um, You know, I've been targeted ever since 2015 of October, which corresponds to literally a month before I turned 21. And uh, I still remember that feeling of um, just street mob, organized stalking and just being sort of immobilized from like my first encounter of uh, like street theater and all these weird phenomenons going on and um, I'm only saying this now because it really is a blessing and um, to be part of a group like this and it really is an honor to be nominated Uh, I'm not really too sure how the results are going to be but um, I'm very flattered I'm it's, it's an absolute privilege to to be here and, and share these kinds of discussions with so, such sophisticated people. Um, and it, it, it is quite amazing how, with through my nine years of experience of being a target, the, the level of uh, progression the, uh, our community had, it's just, it's exponential to be quite honest, especially this past year with the following of the lawsuit as well, and just so much traction so much attention that's um um being i guess brought to us from just a very very good momentum very good people a lot of yeah we're expanding a lot and um i guess long story short um i'm fairly uh even though i do have experience of being a target i'm very very ignorant as to um what value i could bring to the community and um you know I, I i it was suggest i originally want i spoke with anna about possibly helping out with this this lawsuit that we had and um it actually turned out it, it, we sort of thought that it would be better if i was just a named plaintiff because i i sort i am very familiar how the trial court system works or litigation in, in the court system works so um uh, i was sort of uh, introduced by Anna and Richard to be part of a, to be a plaintiff and and have credibility to all the need plaintiffs to to our lawsuit um, so that's how it all started with my connections with Richard and Anna and then um, I'm still trying to figure figure out this stuff myself I mean uh, I, I I don't get directed energy weapon attacks but um, when it comes to the gang, gang stalking, just stalking in general and invasion of privacy, just people following me around, even in my profession and, and all that. Like, I just know this is not normal. And, um, that's, that's, so I'm try- I'm still trying to figure out what exactly is, uh, the mechanism to it towards this, especially when it comes to like mind reading, it really, you know, no pun intended, but it blows my mind. How mind reading is still, is like, um it's it's capable it's it's. i'm still i don't know if dr mahal if you if you have any input in that um when it comes to like mind reading that really blows my mind but like i said i mean I, i'm going to do what i can to provide value to this community um i i only have one year of uh, legal experience uh, i am s- sort of aware how the court system works litigation i, I understand how that works so uh, maybe that's an avenue that I could provide input and in, uh, value in. Um, perhaps just with the Korean community, I could provide value in. Um, I'm in New Jersey, perhaps I could provide value here locally in New Jersey. So I'm I'm here to be more active. Uh, I've been sort of just putting my activism in regarding the TI community to the side because of law school and just life in general. Um, but you know, I'm I'm ready to step up, and I think 2024 is going to be a great year. It's going to be a very, very, very good year, uh, as people say, the Kobe year. Um, so uh, I'm very, very excited to be here, and I'm I'm very privileged to be speaking with you all today.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Henry Helcher, Would you like to comment? Or would you like to answer the question?
1: yes it's, it's very interesting question because most people have a very hard time to understand that the brain has been decoded through the brain project since the 1950s and literally resonant frequencies in different areas of the brain have been mapped and that this mind reading technology you know 20 years ago was already available that it was funded by darpa used in the military and, uh, and now is so far advanced that according to the whistleblower Robert Duncan, that literally every human beings brainwave are being uh, monitored uh, uh, via this system, uh, you know, huge computers and that if, uh, anybody who's using more than 10% of their brain Capacity actually automatically gets to be put on the target individual list, uh, so there's a lot of brilliant people, uh, you know, being put on there. So I think that uh, you know what I'm endeavoring to do is also um, shine a light on the science of the military research that's been going on for so long that really was exported out of Nazi Germany and, uh, you know, Operation Paperclip, uh, where these people were brought here, then MK Ultra. And uh, and that now, even though the majority of the population isn't being tortured, they are certainly being mind controlled. And there's a lot of evidence for this. And now there's, uh, you know, this next step up, basically, through the shots, through the technology, etc. So it's a very interesting subject, and I think that that this whole idea of V2K. I mean, it's so easy. And people, for example, like Kathy O'Brien, the MK Ultra whistleblower. Uh, uh, you know, a former CIA asset, and and all these whistleblowers who've been in the government programs. They can help us a lot because science is so far advanced of what regular doctors or uh, you know psychologists have any idea of. And in fact, I believe that it's dangerous sometimes for TIs, for example, to go to practitioners who are clueless because they immediately get labeled as as crazy. So um, uh, anyway, so these are are my comments. But I think that that part of our work should be educating the public to how far neuroscience has advanced. um, And and how much is uh, you know how easy it is just through electromagnetic frequency to insert thoughts to completely mind control people absolutely it's easy
0: thank you very much i i would like to confirm that yes mind reading is a real technology and the way it progressed over the past you know 15 let's say years is because of the involvement of artificial intelligence this is a huge task for humans to operate this technology, but with the computational power of uh, artificial intelligence, it became a really practically doable task and it is a real technology and uh, we will definitely continue talking about it. Uh, Dr. Alvear, would you like to add anything? No, I just would like, I I have made a
2: comment uh, with you by email uh, about my intention to go to Russia just to test if I'm going to be able to be tracked mm-hmm. by the American satellites there. Uh, I'm not sure, but I, I'm willing to go there just to test, stay there two weeks and see if your or any GPS system, American GPS system tracks me there. I have been in touch with someone from from one of the countries there and they said that they have been to Russia and they, in fact, heard the voices there as well. But I she's, I think, from Uzbekistan, but I think uh, she may be tracked by some kind of different system. Uh, so my big question this year is to understand, would we be free if we move to Russia or just to test ourselves from the Western kind of Well,
1: the Russians uh, developed the woodpecker system, you know? Yeah, I know,
2: I know. the Soviets, the Soviet uh, yeah. signal. I know this, 1976. But considering that what I heard in England when I was doing my PhD was for sure something that was put on the program by the British police, and um, because I remember also that I have been to Chicago uh, in night in two thousand two. So I think marshals with this idea of uh, quite skies already been there for quite some time tracking people on the airports. So I think that may be the reason why I was put in the program at the beginning. But uh, if I go to Russia, would okay, Russia has the, the, the same technology, China has the same technology, I know Mossad, uh, Israel has the same technology, but I think I'm I'm be free from the American voices, I think, or Brazilian voices.
3: Well, one thing I want to add is that I visited Korea uh, in 2016, which corresponds to like two years into my uh, targeting, I guess, intro, introduction and um, the, the gang stalking there was probably like top five worst experiences um, of my life, really, like maybe even top two, like wherever I went, I mean, I understand the language. So, and like, I understand like the nature of uh, like the dialogue when it comes to organized stalking when people are like talking about you in a third person's perspective and there's like mobs of people like going past you, throwing comments here and there. Oh boy! In South Korea, that was uh, it was it was the worst. It really, really was the worst. It was arguably worse than how it was here. So uh, that's one country to I guess avoid if you really want to avoid these. Uh, well, we can understand that South Korea has a
2: relationship with them, right?
3: Right. I mean, so, yeah. but
2: we are in the middle of a war, so maybe uh, Russia doesn't allow. The reason why I suspect that is because I heard that the you know between Syria and Israel was disrupted by Israelis Israeli airplanes during the pass through Syria. So I thought, oh, maybe they blocked the GPS. Ukraine happened as well. So if they happen to block the GPS there, maybe they can block the GPS in Russia.
1: You know, what is so interesting in regards to what we've seen during this pandemic is the apathy worldwide in the world population, which kind of begs the question, it's like, is there an electromagnetic uh, magnetic frequency interference with, uh, that is for example, related to HARP, which is the four Hertz ambient field around the world. And uh, that uh, uh, many scientists like Nick Baggage, for example, I've clearly shown you this is related to, uh, to mind control uh, Delgado, he he clearly showed that that within six to ten seconds of an exposure of four hertz, thirty percent of volunteers had uh, had basically their mind taken over. But what I am wondering really is how much has the entire world population been controlled via these uh, frequencies for so long? Via television, via post. Um, um, uh, light frequencies and laser frequencies through the retina, and and now that we are exposing this, uh, which I believe is part of literally this bigger picture of the prism planet of, of the world population, that if the machines are turned off, you know, what human potential would we really have? And and how, how much more of our brain capacity could we use? I really believe that the electrosmog that we are involved in is severely debilitating us. It's making us sick. And that the future of humanity is to break out of all of this enslavement and all of this machine control of our brain frequencies. Uh, so I think uh, I think there's a lot to learn, and maybe the picture is even way bigger than what we think now.
0: I think uh, we can all agree that this program is international yeah. because satellite coverage, for example, it, the entire planet is covered. There's no there's nowhere to hide. People go to the Amazon region and they still get V2K and uh, remote neural monitoring. The other thing is that uh, targeted individuals are truly the canaries in the coal mine. What has been happening to us is just a preview of all these possibilities, of all these emerging technologies that are operational at the military level, at the level whoever is conducting this target program All these programs are operational, and it's not just one technology. It's a combination of various technologies that we have been experimented on. So we have the front row seat into the future of humanity. So our message, we are fighting for our freedom, but we're truly fighting for the future of humanity.
1: I totally think that that is so important to understand and that you know this video and our discussions is for every human being because basically people need to learn what is their future with the digital identity the social credit system you know once you are deemed a a deplorable or somebody you speaking out you will be able to be targeted you know just look at what's been happening to all of these ti's for so many years this is why we have to spread the message and get it out to the general public, to everyone, because this is what is coming. They were just tra- training on on the TI community for years to what they're going to deploy on the world population if we don't stop this.
0: I, I absolutely agree. The aspect that everybody has to understand that the ultimate goal for the group that the shadowy group that is uh, planning all these events is a total population control. And that will be achieved through merging of biology and technology. And that aspect of targeting is extremely important because this contains a message for the entire world population. Do you want to be enslaved? Do you want to be merged with technology? Uh have you consented to being invaded by this technology is the question that every person has to answer for him or herself, and we have to answer it for the for for the humanity as a whole. And for our children, children
3: as well. For right. Our
0: children, grandchildren, for for the future of human civilization.
3: Right. I I I yeah like teenagers being targeted and like little kids being targeted it's like you don't like it. that's so messed like we have no idea the level of impact it would it would have on them by the time they're, they reach adulthood I mean I got targeted when I was 20 I'm about to turn 30 next year like I lost all my 20s you know like from being a target I didn't have friends I had so many people who backstabbed me like I really have sympathy for like the youth because I can't even imagine what it would be like for them to Kind of experience this level of trauma at such a like you know sponge-like uh age you know they're absorbing everything and that's uh having an impact on their development you know and we got to stop this and like
0: we want people like dr michalcher we want people like dr or like you to bring the best the targeted community has to offer And with that, I would like to tell the rest of advisory board members to be more proactive. We all can go to TargetJustice.com and see that you are uh, advisory board members, but we don't see you actively participating. Some of you have really big media platforms like Solari newsletter, Catherine, please. uh, Austin Fitz. How Catherine asked <laughs> on the, has the fifth, you have a really big platform. What have you done lately as an advisory board member for targeted justice? If this is really a priority, if you have made a commitment to be an advisory board member, we would like to hear from you. We would like your participation and all the other advisory board, board members. I'm not trying to shame you, I'm just telling you that you have made a commitment people who are on this call i can see that you have made a commitment and you kept your word you working together on our mission that is probably one of the most important missions for humanity so please we are waiting for your proactive participation uh, does anybody have any anything to add
1: No, thank you very much. It was a wonderful meeting and uh, I look forward to collaborating in the future. Great to meet my other fellow uh, advisory board members and, uh, uh, you know, maybe we can do something, uh, like I said, in the future and um, and we'll go from there. So thank you so much and have a wonderful evening.
0: It was so nice getting to meet y'all. Yeah, and I look forward to our future working together with y'all.
3: Absolutely. It's, it's, it's been amazing. It's uh, it sincerely like exceeded my expectations today. First board meeting, best so far. So thank you all.
0: This truly has been my pleasure. And people who will watch this will see our dedication to the mission. And we need your help. You saw what the mission of targeted justice is to liberate targeted individuals worldwide. We, this is a question of merging of biology and technology this is the future of humanity this is this is the question whether we will allow ai to run our brains this is where i want to end this conversation thank you very much and have happy holidays thank you everyone thank, thank you,
3: you. bye bye